Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches, powered by Box Pro Magazine. Well, welcome to another episode of Box Talk. I am here with a special guest out in Salt Lake City, which is a beautiful place to be. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Absolutely. My name is Dallin Frampton, one of the owners over here at CrossFit Spearhead. Sweet. Well, Dallin, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Welcome. Um, but let's go ahead and get started with just kind of hearing your story. You know, Dallin, how did you get started? How did you come to open up CrossFit Spearhead? How did you even find CrossFit in the first place? Let's just go back that far. Sure, absolutely. Um, so really back in, geez, probably 2008, really kind of beginning in 2009 even, um, I was actually training to be on the USA Amateur Triathlon team, oddly enough. And, um, you know, it was funny, my dad was really into endurance sports and I was kind of taking that to a whole new level. Um, and so, you know, we trained together and stuff and actually someone that he worked with said, Hey, you know what, for, for your cross training, come over and try this thing called CrossFit. And we're like, what in the world? world is that and of course you know as most endurance athletes are um you know funny enough we thought you know there's no way that we can find anything better than what we're already doing you know we kind of had that endurance ego about us like oh we're already fit we're fine we're fine and so we showed up and um you know honestly i can't remember what the first workout was but it was awful and of course it left us you know completely flat on our back completely humbled and um you know, because of the sickness that us as CrossFitters experienced, we were both hooked, you know. And so from there, we, we uh, you know, myself and him, we kind of bounced around to different gyms, kind of crossing together and having a riot. And of course, we saw, you know, the um, the uh, progress that we experienced in our training, you know, for endurance sports. And, um, you know, the snowball just kind of continued to get bigger and bigger from there. Um, from there, I, I went and got certified. I became an L1 coach and I coach at a couple different gyms here in Salt Lake City. Um, and then uh, actually near the end of 2012, I said, you know what? Um, I think I can do this on my own. And so I peeled off from the gym I was coaching at and we opened up our doors January 12th of 2013. And um, we've, we were on to our, our uh, second location. We're, we're a, a single gym, um, but we've moved locations um, just, to, just to get into a bigger gym um, last August. And so we've been in business for just over four years, and it has been a fantastic experience so far. Wow. I always love hearing that story where you're like, you know, you're doing it, you're doing it, and then you're like, I think I'm ready to take that jump because that's a that's sure. a huge leap. That's just completely oh different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not, not lying. You're not lying. Yeah, I feel like it's a bit of a risk, and there's like a pit in your stomach. You're just like, am I really going to do this? And look at you now. <laughs> I mean, four years later, going good. It's going strong. Yeah. So, um, so why CrossFit Spearhead? I know we talked about this a little bit, but like, what's behind that name? Because I, it's kind of a cool story and. Um, I'd love for you to kind of tell us a bit more about, you know, who you guys are as this box, this business, and, and kind of what you stand for a little bit. Sure. When it comes to, you know, the actual spearhead name, you know, if you if you think of a spear, right, um, you know, the, the tip of the spear is actually the part of the weapon, if you will, that kind of leads the charge, right? Um, and, you know, we also do a lot of philanthropic work over in Africa, and so, um, you know, we wanted to kind of blend this really cool culture of, you know, creating individuals that really, um, you know, want to constantly lead the charge, but we also want to create this kind of, you know, archaic and almost nomad style brand that that can almost align itself with the work that we did do in Africa. You know, a lot of construction of 
building schools and water cisterns and desks. We wanted to bring a little piece of Africa into the gym, but we also wanted to align ourselves with a really cool brand that could lead the charge in every way. You know, we wanted to um, create a culture that led the charge in being the best we possibly could be. We wanted to create a coaching staff that led the charge in in being the best coach that we could possibly be. And really, you know, by doing that, um, you know, it, it, we've really kind of kept that at the head of our mission statement. You know, this kind of spearhead, this tip of the spear kind of ideology. Um, and, you know, in hindsight, looking back, back on the past four years, that has really been, you know, a big piece that have kept us accountable. You know, we are the, the tip of the spear. We are leading the charge. We are being the absolute best we can possibly be. We are penetrating, you know, either the market or, you know, better coaching styles or better methods or, you know, we're, we're trying to be the absolute best, the sharpest, um, the tip of the spear in anything that we do. And so that's kind of, you know, a, just a, a quick background on, on really the spearhead name, the spearhead method, the spearhead, um, you know, ideology that we came up with really when we opened our doors. Yeah. And I love how you said it just kind of permeates everything. And I think that that is one of the reasons like why your brand is so strong. And I know that was one of the things I want to talk to you about today about your guys' branding and just how you've really painted a clear picture of who you guys are. So sure. I guess kind of going back, so did you start doing your um, philanthropic work prior to CrossFit Spearhead, or was it kind of like a coming together when it all happened? You know, it's funny you say that. So aside from uh, the gym, I also actually work for the branding side of CrossFit Inc. Um, and I'm, so I'm lucky enough to work in the branding department. And really, um, the majority of our work that is philanthropically related falls under the branding umbrella. And so, you know, a couple of years back, many CrossFitters may or may not be aware, back in February 13 and 14, we did a Hope for Kenya fundraiser with with all the affiliates around the world that wanted to join. And um, essentially, the idea was raising as, as much money as possible that would fund infrastructure. Infrastructure being schools, water cisterns, pit latrines, desks, really anything that we could construct and build to enrich and enhance the community of the villages that we worked in, we were going to do it. Um, and so, and I actually started working with them um, near the uh, beginning of 2011. And so really I kind of had, you know, almost two years under my belt of working with CrossFit Inc. and working more specifically in Africa in infrastructure and philanthropic work, um, you know, before we actually opened Spearhead. Okay. Interesting. I don't know if I knew that prior to your story. That's cool. So it just kind of, it all kind of just came together. And then your gym also became a sort of representation of that work that you do. Absolutely. Yeah, which is so cool because, um, now you, you do some sort of work with your gym with, with the funding for, um, the work in Africa. Is that correct? Like you guys, you know, do fundraisers and stuff as well. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Once a year, um, you know, CrossFit HQ isn't necessarily hosting, you know, a worldwide, more global Hope for Kenya fundraiser. Um, but again, we wanted to continue the relationship, continue the parallel effect. And so every year we'll still host a fundraiser just internally. And, you know, it, it's it's so amazing, you know, the, the work that we're able to accomplish. It's it's uh, honestly it costs, you know, twenty five hundred dollars, three thousand dollars to build, you know, a ten thousand gallon water cistern that's going to, you know, quench the thirst of literally thousands of students. And so, you know, over a weekend, it's, it's um, you know, raise a lot of money and just do a lot of good over in Kenya. Um, and so, you know, it, it, we, we try and keep that fire alive and it's been fantastic. And really just another real avenue, uh, you know, in our opinion, that helps create value behind our brand that is the CrossFit Spearhead brand. 
No, I think that's amazing. I just think that's so cool. So when you kind of had this idea of, of your gym and the name and where you're going to go with that, but how, how did you start? Like, could you maybe break down the process when it comes to building a brand and, and maybe the steps sure. you took, you know, from brainstorming to implementing to now even um, remaining consistent with your brand and what maybe that kind of looks like in, from a, a business perspective? in any industry that is truly dominating their market understands you know the term branding in my opinion there's a lot of uh noise if you will in the market right you can log on internet get on social media and there's a lot of noise a lot of just there's so much going on especially in the fitness world oh my goodness you can find you know it seems like a, a faux expert on really any topic and and uh you know really in our opinion the only way to truly dominate that particular market to create a brand that you're constantly sharing with as many different people as possible. You know, we knew that when we opened our doors, we had to stand out. Um, you know, we had to be different. That was the only way, the only path to success, um, you know, that we knew that, that, that we could be successful and that we could eventually dominate this market. Um, you know, and again, the best gyms in the world are are really realizing that as they tirelessly work, and it is tirelessly, right? It takes a long time. It is a very, um, you know, journey, not a destination type of mindset. Really, um, as as the best gyms in the world tirelessly work to strengthen their brand and really, um, you know, pull themselves out of obscurity, if you will, um, you know, the more success they'll realize. And so, you know, we've we've just kept ourselves really as close and as tight knit to the fact that we had to stand out, we had to be different, we had to uh, really pay attention to the ins and outs and, you know, really in this regard of building a brand, the devil is in the details. Um, you know, you have to pay attention to, um, you know, everything from how you run your business, how you carry yourself, the people that you hire, the way you keep your equipment, um, you know, and allow that to really kind of um, transcend into, um, you know, in our case, the way CrossFit Spearhead is viewed, um, it's a tireless effort to have to really build um, what you want people to portray you as. Yeah. So could you maybe give a few um, real life examples of what you guys have done in order to, you know, make that brand of yours um, stick out, you know, whether it be uh, image or, um even, you know, customer service, what you guys have seen as like being priorities, like we need to do this in order to be different. Sure, sure. Really, you know, when it comes to branding, you know, really a, a great synonym almost is growth. You know, the more you grow, the more that your brand is going to reach people, um, you know, and, and, you know, from a, from a marketing perspective, you know, if you will, um, this aspect of our business is extremely effective and yet extremely simple. Um, you know, to answer your original question, state of the art media content should honestly be the cornerstone of any gym's marketing and branding campaigning. And what I mean by that is, again, there's a lot of different noise. You can get on the internet, you can get on social media, you can get on medium.com and read, you know, there's a lot of noise out there. And so what gym owners need to ask themselves is how are they going to stand out? How are you going to grab the attention of your viewer or of your potential client of a current client, you know, keep them around. Um, you know, so, so we found that by gathering almost a reservoir of content in image, in video, in articles, in 
posts, you know, really in any avenue possible. We found that more we can build up our reservoir and uniquely and strategically release that out to our followers, both our current gym members and our potential clients, um, you know, the more the more success that we have had. So, um, you know, again, to circle back to the original question, it is it is any and all um, content marketing that a gym can possibly do that it should honestly be the cornerstone of their brand and of their marketing campaign. Yeah. Um, and when it comes to like, I know you just mentioned like quality videos and photos. How have you guys gone about attaining those or even quality um, content? You know, is it something you elicit your coaches to do? Is it something you do yourself? Um, do you hire people? Like, I'm sure some affiliates are like, all I got is my iPhone and sure. my laptop yeah. to type up a type of article. <laughs> you know, how do you go about producing content? Because um, yeah. for a, marketing guy that maybe that comes easy for you, but I know some owners have no marketing experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, honestly, where we started at Spearhead, Heather, was we honestly just started looking out in the community for people that were, um, you know, already followed, they were, they were already established bloggers or they were already established, um, you know, videographers or photographers and said, hey, you know what? And honestly, th this was a couple of years ago when we did this. We said, hey, you know, come in and I mean, gosh, we're going to train you for absolutely free for the next three months if you if you can do this, this and this for us. Um, you know, so and I'm you know, I want to I want to be clear. Here. I'm a huge proponent against trades. I hate trades when it comes to memberships. I really, really do. But in this respect, I would say trades are absolutely awesome, if not necessary, if in fact a gym cannot provide resources to come up and actually pay for these kinds of services. You know, that's actually a great opportunity to, you know, acquire better images from just your iPhone, snapping pictures in a 4.30 p.m. class or using your iPhone to gather video. Um, you know, so we, we sought after professionals in the industry to bring them on and say, hey, you know, this is what we're trying to do. Can you help us? Oh, and by the way, um, you know, we could trade you for membership or, I mean, heck, we can pay you for it. I mean, we, we pay for it, but you know, if someone wanted to trade for it, I mean, gosh, what a great way to go about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, like you said, I mean, though iPhones, you know, can do the job and can get it done. I think there is something that says, Hey, I can, I can tell this is a professional photo, a professional video. I know something that draws me into people's websites when I go to them is like, Whoa, th that video was legit versus other websites where you're like, what is, what, what is going on over here? It's just a little weird. Um, and I know that was initially one thing that it, that got me, you know, talking to you because I was like, hey, your guys' photos are kind of cool on your Instagram. So, um, and even speaking of Instagram and social media, I mean, do you have any tips when it comes to using social media and, and um, utilizing that to push your brand out into the community? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> like you mentioned you know, social media, again, is, is our go-to when it comes to our marketing campaigns. And they are just that, you know, again, it, business owners need to understand, especially when it comes across at affiliates, is these, you know, these aren't just one-off things where you post a picture here and there. You know, these need to turn into full-fledged full marketing campaigns as a legitimate business or company would do. Um, you know, and and speaking specifically about social media, again, this is our our main marketing tool, these free platforms that people can get on and find you. Um, and, and really our, our approach to utilizing social media is that you can use social media correctly or you can use it incorrectly. And right out of the gate, your users will understand and know really quick if you're using it 
to your advantage or are you using it just, you know, to post? We call it the the post to post method. Hey, I'm just posting to post, you know, because I feel like it's something I have to do. There's not really, you know, any type of aim that you're taking with your, um, you know, with your post. You don't really, really know why you're doing it. Um, when it comes to social media, the biggest thing that, you know, I think that, oh, my gosh, business, I'll need CrossFit gym owners need to be doing is um, creating value in your posts, right? When it comes to Facebook, when it comes to Instagram, um, you know, really the questions that that one must ask yourself. And heck, I mean, when it comes to our management meetings, we ask ourselves this constantly when it comes to laying out our week of posts. It is, you know, why should anyone care about what I'm posting? Why why should anyone really, I mean, want to stop and, and look at what I'm posting? Because heck, they can sit there and scroll through Instagram forever and never see the same picture twice. Why are they going to stop on my photo? Why are they going to stop on my page? Why are they going to stop on my video? Um, you know, and the next question is, what value am I creating for my brand with this post? And, and if, and if or, uh, you know, whoever's posting that video can't answer that, then you probably shouldn't post it. What value are you bringing your clients? What value are you bringing the marketplace? What value are you bringing to potential clients that are looking for gyms? You know, why are they going to join your gym as opposed to the gym down the street? Um, you know, and, uh, you know, I think I think the last question would be, will this post inspire, truly inspire or inform any of my current or potential clients. I mean, we've all seen fantastic marketing campaigns and a marketing campaign can come in the form of a really, really cool one minute video that you see on Instagram. It's that video where you get goosebumps and you say, holy cow, I don't know what just happened, but I want to be a part of that brand, you know, X brand or X company, whatever it is. And, um, you know, those are the videos that are going to give you the most quote unquote bang for your buck. Yeah. When it comes to you know, gym owners uh, that want to better their campaign, better their brand, I would challenge them to ask themselves the three questions of why should anyone care about this post? What value am I creating with this post? And will this post truly inspire or truly inform the marketplace, my clients, potential clients, etc.? Excellent. Affiliates, I hope you wrote those questions down. Or you can just rewind this podcast and listen to them over and over again. That's excellent. Um, and I do want to ask, though, because I think sometimes when people hear the words marketing and campaign together, it can get a little like, oh, I have to come up with an entire marketing strategy, campaign, effective thing for all my social media platforms. But for you, Dalen, what do you mean when you say marketing campaign? What do you think affiliates can do in order to get started with this? And, and maybe it doesn't have to be like a year-long plan, but what maybe kind of advice or tips would you give to when you, when you sure. say marketing campaign that they could use to implement? Sure, sure. And, and again, that word is used, you know, very loosely. Essentially, it is boiling it down to the most simplest of terms. It is simply not just posting to post, it's posting with a purpose. It's posting or, you know, it, it doesn't, even, again, we're talking social media, but it could be a news article. It could be some kind of press release. It is it is doing whatever you're doing when it comes to someone trying to find your brand. It is doing it with a purpose, not just doing it to do it. You know, understanding why you're doing it or what value you're trying to create. Really, you know, go almost starting from the front and working your way back saying, this is the goal I want to see. And the goal can be, hey, I want 10 more members this month. Or it could be, hey, I want to inform all my clients with four different videos about the power clean. You know, it could be anything, whatever the goal may be that you have to understand that that is where you have to keep, you know, everything that you're doing. You have to keep that goal at the forefront. 
Posting with a purpose is what we call it, not posting just to post. I like that. That should be a slogan, posting with a purpose. I like it. So do you guys have um, a schedule, though, or something that you keep at CrossFit Spearhead in order to say, hey, this is what we're posting here on this day and what we want to get across? Yeah, absolutely. We're very high when it comes to communication, especially internally. You know, amongst us coaches, we have Slack channels and text messages and, you know, email chains, everything. Um, you know, communication is, is key. And and really, um, when it comes to this kind of thing, you know, and, and again, it's not something you have to reach right out of the gate, but we're to the point of spearhead to where, um, you know, social media campaigning and this marketing campaigning that we keep talking about should feel like a full-time job. You know, again, people that are going to listen to this that know me, they understand that how nerdy I am when it comes to numbers and data and, you know, business analytics and things. And, you know, really what we found is, you know, diving as deep as, um, you know, when are the most amount of people on these social media platforms? Is it lunchtime? Is it dinner time? Is it right around breakfast? Is it, you know, between 10 and 11 a.m.? And, you know, what kinds of people are going to be surfing our page at that point? Um, you know, and, and again, it's taken us years to get to this point. So it's not something you need to do out of, out of the gate. Um, but really, you know, understanding that the more detailed you can get and the more, again, bang for your buck you're looking to get out of these different um, campaigns or posts or whatever it may be, um, you know, the more your business is going to thrive because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, I know you were saying that you're, you and your coaches and your staff, you all communicate about what, what's happening when. So do you guys all post? I'm thinking specifically about social media. Do you all like take sure. turns and post and such or how does that work? No, it, oddly, it's funny you ask. My wife actually manages all the social media that we do. So she is absolutely gem. What a right? gem. Yes. <laughs> She's fantastic. And honestly, I mean, talk, talk about someone that just has an eye for this stuff. So she manages all of that. Um, and so really, you know, from a coach responsibility standpoint, you know, they'll provide suggestions. They'll provide, you know, cool pictures, cool stuff that they've been able to gather. Um, and so from a from a coaching standpoint, it's really just a matter of, you know, uh, you know, the suggestions they have, the information they want to provide for us. And then it's up to my wife to really provide, you know, the actual post. And again, she is phenomenal at that. Yeah. Kind of knows what goes where and how, what looks good and what sounds good. So exactly. good. I'm glad you have exactly. her on your team. Way to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. So, and I think affiliates that should be encouraging. I mean, one, like, yes, a manager would be great to have someone to help someone, someone like Dalen's wife, um, but you might not. And so I think we need to just go back to the point about posting with a purpose, even if it's once a day, a um, couple sure. times a week, you know, just focusing on, okay, what am I going to post today and why am I going to post it? I think that would probably be a great place for you guys to start. So, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, and, you know, again, trying to, sorry, I don't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, go ahead. Was um, you know, current clients are are you know something that I think gym members constantly feel as though they're trying to re, you know keep hold of retention rate. You know, maybe something that my gosh, you know, I'm trying to go after new clients, but what about the old ones? And um, you know, making members feel special kind of goes right along with that. Ensuring that you know each person feels like a winner, each member feels like you know they're being spotlighted. Um, you know, and, and so that, I mean, honestly, that's a great place to start. We do something in the gym called humans of spearhead 
and um, you know we'll we'll get some kind of a really cool picture. You know, someone will take a, an awesome picture of of this individual, and you know we'll shoot over the picture of the individual, make sure they're like it, right? They have to sign off on the picture. Some people are weird about that, but um, you know, and then we'll just say, look. Tell us your CrossFit story or more specifically your CrossFit spearhead story. Why do you keep coming back? And so we'll post the picture, brand it with our logo, um, include their their um, response to it, their story to it. And oh my gosh, I mean, talk about a post that will quickly bring someone to tears like, oh, that was so cool. Thank you for posting. Um, you know, I mean, that's one one surefire way to have a member for life. Yeah. What what? Or how did you guys think up with that idea? What what brought humans and spearhead to life? You know, it's funny. We actually pirated that idea a little bit. If I'm being completely honest, I love we the pirated that idea from um, <laughs> we we pirated that idea from um, an Instagram page we're following called Humans of New York. Um, we thought it was a, a fantastic idea, and you know, it has I think a couple million followers, and you know, has a couple hundred thousand likes every single day. And we just thought it was a really cool idea of just spotlighting just different people in the community that um, you know just have a story to tell, you know. And I think the impact of just a single individual story um, can speak to other people in the community that may be hesitant about starting CrossFit, or um, you know, their particular story may speak. to to them or whatever you know it's just it's just a fantastic way to breed community yeah and I like how you brought up you know posting for the current member as well as the potential member because I think the current sure. member stories can be super powerful in reaching those clients you have yet to reach because I mean they're gonna probably share and 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 want to have their friends see their story who could potentially come to the gym so I think that could be another powerful use of stories that are already alive and well within your business so yeah yeah um and then Dallin if you could maybe um break down any other um branding or, or, or marketing advice that you would give to affiliates when it comes to, you know, starting off and, and really utilizing their business and their brand within their marketing strategies, anything, maybe, maybe some of the biggest lessons you've learned through the years of running your business and even in your, your other job with um, CrossFit and just, um, just some big branding tips that you would give. I know it's kind of overarching, but I like those big questions. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is is being relentless. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, it's understanding, again, and we've talked about it a couple times, is it's not a destination, it's more of a journey. And and really kind of coming together when you first open your gym or when you first think about opening your gym or really if you're just looking to rebrand yourself is you have to understand why you're doing it. Why are you in business to be a CrossFit gym? You know, and it's as simple as writing down a mission statement, you know, getting your coaches together, getting everyone from the management team together and creating a mission statement, um, creating a core list of principles, a core list of values, and then keeping those at the heart and center of your business as you continue to build your brand. And as you continue to make different decisions to uh, continue to progress the brand, keep those core values at the center, make decisions around those values so that you're you're never straying away from really the real intent of your brand. Because again, you are building your brand. You have to be relentless. Um, and it, you know, in that same breath, it takes a long, long time. So you've, you've got to kind of be okay to put your nose to the grindstone, keep yourself true to those principles, um, you know, and, and carry on into the darkness and just understanding that it takes a long time to do it. But once you do, 
um, oh my goodness, the payout is is amazing. The dividends that it pays, um, sticking to those principles are incredible. Um, you know, and and you know, kind of a segue into that is, um, you know, as you stick to those principles and have can more members join your gym and align themselves with those principles. Um, you know, you'll find that the members are going to stay at the forefront of any decision that you continually make as you grow. Um, you know, again, as you as you make decisions, as your gym grows, uh, keeping the members um, happy, keeping them, um, you know, always wanting more, keeping them educated, keeping them informed and coached. Um, you know, doing everything possible for the member. Um, is going to, is going to make growth explode, honestly. And we've seen it, you know, we can, we can speak directly to that. Um, you know, and, and again, kind of in that same breath and we've talked about it already is creating value. Um, you know, continually selling both your current clients and your potential clients on why they pay you each month. And gosh, I mean, some gyms charge $80 a month, some gyms charge $800 a month. Um, you need to always continue to create value through the different channel channels we've already talked about. Um, at the end of the day, so much so that they should feel like they're getting the better end of the stick. Um, you know, and if they feel like that, you're never going to lose a member. You really won't. No, I think that's cool. Just the creating value part and, and utilizing, like you said, the channels, um, like social media and anything like that. And just showing like, Hey, we do care. We care about you outside of the gym even. Um, yeah, no, I think that can be powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Very powerful. Cool. Um, have you guys um, had ever have had to overcome any obstacles when it comes to um, deciding, you know, where your brand aligns? I'm just kind of curious if maybe you have any practical experience of, of issues or, uh, yeah, hurdles you have, have had to overcome, but have because you've looked back at your mission statement. Oh, gosh. Um... You know, I think I think naturally any any business experiences obstacles as they grow, you know, just by the nature of the beast of growth, um, you know, and again, I can't think of anything off the top of my head as we have this conversation. But, um, you know, moving locations, for example, almost doubling our square footage, um, it's going to bring in more and more people. And, you know, with that brings more and more obstacles. And um, it is just what you said. You know, it is just sticking back to. I mean, gosh, why am I doing this? What is our purpose? What are our values? What are we trying to accomplish? Um, and, you know, again, sticking to your guns and ensuring that that stays um, really at the forefront of your staff minds, you know, your you as the gym owner at your mind, um, you know, those things, those those answers to those hard questions should come um, relatively easily. Um, you know, again, keeping to um, you know, why you're, why you're in business in the first place. What are you trying to accomplish? What's your goal? Um, what is, what is your mission statement? Um, things like that. Yeah. Sorry. I kind of put you on the spot with that one, didn't I? But I was just like, Oh, I wonder if he has any examples, but saved it. Great job. Um, (laughs) but no, and I think, yeah, I just think forming a, a, lasting, uh, you know, powerful brand that you can go back to, like you said, is, huge for a successful business. So awesome. Cool. Well, Dalen, I mean, I think I've picked your brain about all the marketing and branding that I possibly could. Um, anything else that maybe you wanted to add anything, um, about CrossFit Spearhead, about your experience that you would like to give as a last word to affiliates? 
Sure. Um, I think when it comes to marketing, everyone's always seeking growth, and that's definitely understandable. You want to grow your business. Um, it's very important for affiliates to understand in order to get to if, if their goal is a giant big box, you know, or if the goal is just, hey, you know what, I want to make a great impact. Um, starting small and growing organically is is also phenomenally important. Um, trying to grow too fast, get too ahead of yourselves, that's actually one of the fastest way to fail. Um, so starting small, keeping the, uh, the people in your life, in your gym, keeping them extraordinarily happy, keeping them coming back every single day, um, you know, utilizing their avenues to grow your business. Um, again, surefire way of success. Um, I, I think that's probably everything that I, that's the rest that I would add, I would say is, um, you know, again, again, you're, you're doing this for the people you're doing this to change lives. You're doing this, um, you know, to make a difference. And, uh, that should never change no matter how big or small you are. Mm, yeah. And I think honestly, that piece of advice, the don't get ahead of yourself sort of thing is the common denominator I find in like all affiliates who have advice for other affiliates. They're just like, slow the roll. You got this, like grow slowly yeah. organically. And I think that's a huge and powerful thing. And I'm so glad people continually come back to that because owners can get a little excited and they just need to be reminded like, Hey, it will come in time. So awesome. Yep. Cool. Well, Dylan, Hey, thank you so much for just taking the time to chat with us today. Just let me pick your brain about all the marketing and branding stuff. You're pretty knowledgeable about that kind of stuff. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, so thankful you were on the show and it was great to have you. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Better.